Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Herica. One of the first interviews we did on the show was talking to Brian Moffat King about how they missed the laugh. It's back. Sundowns won. Bitvest fits nil. We'll go back to some commentary there. You with SAFM? Uh, let's go to. Yeah, we, we like inspirational stories on this show. And today we're going to talk to Esther Sampson, program manager at uh, Cool Play, an NPO founded in Cape Town in 2010. It's been around and obviously doing good work if you're still around 10 years later. Uh, 10 years later, program manager Esther Sampson. Esther, thanks very much for joining us. In Twitter, what is that, 200 something characters, what is Cool Play? Hi, John. Thanks so much for having me. Um, cool Play is an after school sport for development program. And we use the power of sport to teach youth in underprivileged areas um, social-emotional learning. So how to be confident, how to tackle life, and how to make successes out of their life. Okay. That, that's the thing that, that, that in making the headlines everywhere, social and emotional learning. What is that? So it's just how to tackle all of the things that kids face in the townships. So how to build resilience how to make good friends, how to have empathy for others. So all of those soft skills that you need in life to be able to really successfully navigate the challenges and to make a success out of your life and to really build on the momentum that you get through education um, and just to become the best version of yourself. Mm. You've been around for 10 years, so obviously it works. Let's go through that slowly. How do you do that? I imagine, uh, as you mentioned, township kids going through a tough time. So how do you how do you get mm-hmm. all of that to them? So what we do is we use the power and interest of sport. Um, sport is such a universal tool. Everyone's interested in sport. No matter where you live, where you grow up, there's always an interest in sport. So we use rugby, netball, and football to get kids hooked into playing those sports. And we hire coaches in those areas that teach them about the sport but also teach even the life skills so there's conversations in each of the practices around um, building positive peer relationships how to confront um, conflict how to overcome challenges so each sports session has a life skills component and involved in it does it all happen at the same time yeah so we, we do it all on the sports field. Okay. <laughs> um, so instead of it being a boring in-classroom yeah. life skills session, we do it all on the class, all in the field. Um, and there's a lot of activity involved. Um, so, for example, on, on the rugby field, we'll play a thing called communication ball. So you're passing a message on to your teammates. Um, so they play that over and over again. And then we have a discussion about, okay, where in your life, do you need to work on your communication? How mm. can um, building communication really help you in building your relationships? Obviously, sport teaches the, you know, the basics, team values, team spirit, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, optimistic thinking. You don't go into a match thinking you're going to lose. What is there stuff that isn't sport-related? I mean, it's, or, or is everything easily done in sport? Um, so there's some ones that are a little bit, more difficult to weave in with sport for example gender equity it's something that we're um we value highly and especially being women's month um i thought i would touch on that so we've had to become creative on how we can teach gender equity um on the field or on the netball court um so we're we've been using ultimate frisbee to do that okay how because i'm just suddenly thinking if you're separating boys and girls into separate teams um so we do mixed teams so Mm -hmm. 
Um, for example, we have a lot of girls that are interested in rugby, so they play on the rugby team, and we have a, a few boys that are interested in playing netball. So we okay. don't have gendered teams. Right. Um, but with the Ultimate Frisbee, um, we, we go on the field together with the boys and girls mixed, um, and we use the Frisbee because there's no gender associated with a Frisbee. A lot of kids in townships have never played with a Frisbee before, so we use it as a talking tool um, around how they can work together as a team despite being from different genders, how they can work together towards a common goal. The one thing on your website is to understand and manage emotions. I've had a teenage mm-hmm. son. He still struggles mm-hmm. to manage and handle emotions. It, it's a very, uh, uh, I've forgotten the word now, when, when, when children become adults, uh, pubescent. It's a very pubescent yeah. thing to not understand emotions. Uh, obviously, sport helps that a lot. Everybody has to win and there needs to be a loser, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely, you know, dealing with those challenges and even things like not shouting at the referee, so <laughs> learning how to, you know, really control your emotions, something that perhaps you don't see on the on the TV screens when you're watching um, sports being played, but it's something that we encourage our, our participants to do as soon as they step onto that field, they channel, um, you know, controlling their emotions and just enjoying themselves, regardless of winning or losing. What's the background? How did Cool Play get and get started? So we first started um, with rugby. So we noticed that in the townships there wasn't a rugby league for schools um, in Cape Town. So it first started as a high school rugby league, um, and then we slowly adapted and noticed, you know, there's so much more that sport can offer. So that's when we added in the social and emotional component, mm-hmm. um, and then we expanded into reaching out to girls through netball. Um, and then adding goals into the rugby team. How do you measure if you've been successful or not? Um, So we do a lot of pre- and post-surveys with our high school participants to see how they've grown. We get feedback from their school teachers about how they're behaving in the classroom. We get feedback from their parents and from their coaches. Um, And just overall, with the Cool Play Kid, you can just see there's a very different vibe about them Mm. there. Um, some of the top attenders at their schools, they have some of the highest marks at their schools, and they're just really thriving at, despite being in a difficult, difficult environment. Obviously, you don't want to have to have a non-for-profit. You would, you would love to have this all happen at school where it's not far away from mm-hmm. home, right? Yeah. So this does happen at their schools. So oh, okay. In, okay. The, in the communities, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we target schools that don't normally have sporting programs or they're struggling to offer because of difficulties that they face at the school. So it all happens within their community. So they finish their, their classroom activities and then they meet their coach on the field or on the netball court and then they get straight into it. Um, and what's great about us is that we have coaches that are from the community too that coach mm-hmm. them. So then they're able to really like dive into what these kids are facing and what they're struggling with. Because that's always the thing that that irritates me, and and I want to talk about that later on with the with the support you're getting from Laureus. It's not mm-hmm. like you just have or you 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 helicopter in on a Saturday and do a little workshop and helicopter out again, is it? No, we don't. So we do twice a week. Each uh, each team does twice a week coaching, and then they have weekend games, and then we also organize tournaments for them. Right, we will th- have twice a year big tournaments where they get to meet the other cool play kids from the different areas. 
and we find that to be really illuminating too for them just to learn about kids in different Esther, areas and to realize. Sorry, yeah. Esther, the the telephone line is uh, just broken up a little bit. I'm mean, just going to ask Ben just to uh, just to see if we can get that telephone line sorted out. Esther Sampson okay. is a program manager at Cool Play NPO, founded in Cape Town in 2010. You are listening to John Herica on SFM. Our guest is Esther Stamps, Esther Sampson, program manager at Cool Play. Uh, I, I love on your website, Esther. You've got uh, inspirational messages from teachers, which is great. Uh, the, the scholars, which are fantastic as well. And then you've also got Brian O'Driscoll, Skulk Brits, and Jean de Villiers throwing in there, saying just how cool it is. That must be awesome to have big names like that rock up and teach the kids. Right? COVID nineteen. We've really been struggling, and somebody who's really come on board and helped us out is Brian Habana. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's been really heavily involved in our Kailicha area, providing feeding and big food parcels to all of our participants just to make sure that they're able to um, really get through this difficult time. So it's been great to have him out there um, meeting the kids. Um, and you can imagine how surprised and excited they are <laughs> to see someone like Brian Habana out, out in their schools. Uh, yeah, and he's, he's a good guy as well. There's always yeah, you, you you see these guys as superheroes, but when you meet them in real life, they're not mm-hmm. too shabby either. No, he's great. He really uh, he really works hard too. So he helps unload the trucks, carrying those heavy food parcels, yeah. um, and he's really down to earth and um, happy to chat to anybody and take a picture with them. As you say, you started with rugby. You've expanded. Do you see this expanding more? Yeah, so this year, um, pre-COVID, we also expanded into some football um, and a lot of eager boys and girls wanting to get involved with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're hoping that once things go back to normal, we'll really be able to dive deeper into our football offering as well. I imagine there's going to be a lot of work to do post-lockdown, right? Yeah, the kids are definitely eager to get out on the fields again. uh, and they're quite disappointed not being able to do tournaments and playing in matches this year. Mm. Um, but we're keeping them busy. We're keeping them active, doing at-home workouts. Um, and ho- hopefully as soon as they're able to and it's safe to do so, we'll be back on those fields. You'll know the, the psychology of children more than most. And uh, I know that mm. Linda Bruce is very involved as well. This lockdown must be affecting children in ways that adults can't understand, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, And especially with our high school participants, they're not as vocal about their feelings and their thoughts around this, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with schools opening and then closing again and then opening. It's just been quite a roller coaster for them. Um, But thankfully, we're able to do feeding, and that's an opportunity for their coaches to check in on them and see how they're doing um, and just to give them that added support that they're needing during this time. Uh, somebody sitting listening thinking this is a great idea but I'm not in Cape Town what, what's the best thing to do are there are there other groups that you're affiliated with um, so we also do this offering in the Eastern Cape um, near Kenton Sea but there's so many great sport for development programs across South Africa that are doing great work similar to what we're doing um, so what I would suggest if people want to get involved is look at the Laurie South Africa website and they list a number of great programs that are doing similar work around the country. How important has that been to have that Laureus name behind you and some uh, support as well? Yeah, it's been great. Um, they provide a lot of support um, and they're very involved, which which is great. For a lot of nonprofits, you get funding and funders aren't very involved, but Laureus really um, 
really adds that added support. They've been doing a, a number of great workshops throughout COVID, even doing workouts with people on Zoom. Yeah. Um, and they just add that, that extra value of expertise, which is invaluable. Let's talk about Women's Month. It is, and you have a Comfortably Confident campaign. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. So every year we focus on one of our needs of the girls just to be comfortable and confident in attending school, but also attending sports programs. So two years ago, we partnered with Under Armour and we provided all of our participants with sports bras. Last year, we did partnerships with Periods for Hope and we provided all of our girls with sanitary pads. Um, this year, um, pre-lockdown, we were planning on doing a reusable sanitary pad drive that would provide all of our girls with reusable san- sanitary pads, which would be just a little bit more sustainable. Um, but that's been on pause until um, we can get up and running again. Mm. Um, we're just going to have to wait that one out, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like the rest of the world, right? <laughs> it must be tough. Yeah, exactly. you, you've got these great programs and plans, but you're just going to have to wait. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing what we can. So like I said, we're doing seeding, um, which is great to see people like Brian coming out and helping us with that. Um, We're doing that once a week on Fridays at all of our schools um, because that's the day that schools really struggle with getting food out. Um, So we're just there to add that extra support. Ladles of Love has come on board. We have support from the waterfront. They're actually cooking soup for us at the restaurants once a week, and we we pick that up. So it's just great to see, despite us all being apart, that we're really coming together mm. to meet the needs of people that need it most. I want to talk about the kids. It's all very well talking about the kids. The kids go back into the community again. Tell us about how that works, where, where they take the positivity that they've got from you and take it back home again. Yeah, so we see a lot of our kids exhibiting such strong leadership um, just by being supported by positive adult role models through their coaches. We see them just being a lot more confident in using their peers in the classroom and just being um, overall just a positive influence in the community. So our aim is to get our, our kids in that space where they're able to really influence the community for the good. All right, that phone line is starting to give out. Esther Stamson, thanks very much for joining us. Program manager at Cool Play. You can go find out more, coolplaysa.com, www.coolplaysa.com. You can find out more, get the latest news and all the details as well on that website.